Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast, Vitamizers. As always, I'm Allison here with MSW Lounge in Austin, Texas. And this is a very special episode of the podcast, uh, very touching. But before I give it away, let's get into it. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. We provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, tons of other local company offerings, and ways to keep clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness community that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Last but not least, we are sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. All right. Our guest today is Austin famous for sure. His name is Gustavo Padron, and uh, he is a wanderlust yoga instructor, a soul cycle instructor. He is a self-proclaimed coffee lover, um, and he is genuinely just a light in the fitness community in town. And um, we're super excited and honored to be his friend and uh, have him on our show today. Uh, he shared his health journey and got really vulnerable with us about it, and we appreciated it so much. Um, Baldo and John and I couldn't stop talking about it after he left. Um, so I'm going to leave it up to him to share. If you want to find out more about Gustavo, you can Google him, and he's also on Instagram at Gustavo A. Padron. Uh, at at Gustavo A. Padron uh, on Instagram, which is um, just Gustavo A. Padron, if you're saying it in English. So um, there's that. <laughs> I'm going to stop rambling and let him take it from here. Gustavo on the How Do You Health podcast. Um, hi, guys. So welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. Uh, we are live today once again and on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Awesome. All the things. Awesome. 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 <laughs> uh, so we're going to be meeting with uh, Gustavo today. Gustavo Padron. And Gustavo has, I, I met you, you're actually one of the first few people I met when I moved to Austin. Because one of the first things I did when I moved to Austin was get into yoga training. And then it was like, we got to meet, meet a lot of people. I connected with you pretty easily right away. 
I've always loved your classes. I don't get to take them as often anymore because the schedules are always crazy. Yeah. And I usually practice at seven and stuff like that. But uh, he's one of my favorite people. He's been, we've been connecting forever. Like yeah. since we've been doing cryotherapy, we've been doing yoga together. We've been doing lots of things. We need to hang out more. I know, <laughs> I know. You're just, just too busy. Like in general. Outside, outside of the, uh, the little like clinic, you know? Thank you. Everyone ask Maria. Oh, hey! She, <laughs> she, makes really, she makes really good drinks, yes, you guys. Our Slenderita. Slenderita. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. for having me. Yeah. Thank you. And then yeah. we have Nurse Doza once again. Uh, we are going to be talking about a little bit of everything, your health journey, how you, uh, you know, I know you touched about it a little bit whenever we were in yoga training, but I want them to know, obviously. And then we're going to talk a little bit about attitude of gratitude, because I know it's really important. You just yeah. came back from a trip and... You always say that you connect back with that, and once again, I'm Tex-Mex Yogi. So let's get this started. Yeah. So, so we. So you <laughs> tell us what you do. Like, what do you do on a daily basis besides kick ass? Like, you teach what? I teach yoga and, and uh, indoor cycling. Indoor cycling at Soul Cycle. At Soul Cycle. Yes. Correct. I also do personal training. Okay. Um. So those are my three main pillars okay. right now. All right. Uh, I am wanting to expand a little more into. The blogging world, yeah, or vlogging yeah. videos, yeah. But I'm really camera shy, so <laughs> I know that's why I said it's, it's it's great that you got to come on today and do this with us because I know you are, so I appreciate it. So, um, but you have been doing this for how long? How long have you been teaching? I've been teaching for six and a half years. Six and a half years. Six and a half years. All here in Austin. All here in Austin. Yeah, correct. And it's a great place to teach all of that here in Austin, is it? It's an amazing place. Yeah. Austin is um, just so welcoming. The fitness community here is fantastic. I feel like we all have each other's backs. Yep. And I don't think there is that competitive aspect that you find in other cities. Okay. I feel like we all support each other. Yes. Like even though we all have different um, methods, modalities of teaching, yep. like we're always so supportive. Um, because we just want to make sure that people feel good. We just want to make sure that people um, can find a route that works for them. Yeah. Um, whether that be through exercise, through meditation, or what have you, eating healthier perhaps. Uh, I think that we're all just so so connected here in Austin. And yeah. that's what I love about the city. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think I could ever leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. Allison's going to leave. Flaps of fitness over there Excuse might be. You. Yeah, <laughs> for short periods. Of time. For short periods of time. You'll for longer back. periods. I I want to make this my headquarters, but I also want to be free to go and spend a few months in Europe or a few months in LA or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, <clears throat> I know that you got training done in New York, right? Like you mm -hmm. were doing that as well. Yeah. And so, the hubs for fitness seem to still be like, LA, New York, New York, and possibly Miami, maybe. Uh, Miami, not so much, no? I think, to be honest with you. I feel like Miami is more like a party town. And, I mean, I've only been to Miami once, and I was just there for like a day and a half because I was there during Irma, the hurricane. So we had to evacuate. Yeah. Um, but the vibe that I get from Miami is like, it's kind of like Vegas. You know, you go, you party. There is a soul cycle there. There's like plenty of gyms, like people there are beautiful. Yeah. Um, but that's not for working out necessarily. But I, I think exactly. <laughs> you see, like, I feel like it's, it's for a different right. like, purpose. I feel like a lot of like people from Miami are visiting, right? Yeah. They're just like there for like a good time, yeah. not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Austin is becoming the next like Mecca for, for fitness. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, different studios, different modalities popping in, 
every you know few weeks every few months yeah. and uh, I like that because it's keeping things fresh yeah it's keeping people who have been in Austin for a while in the fitness industry I feel more motivated and more inspired to offer different things yeah and we just gotta keep growing otherwise we stop growing right yeah. so that is one of the reasons why I actually decided to go through soul cycle training um, I needed another outlet of creativity and SoulCycle um, gave me that opportunity to explore just how to move in a different form. Yeah. That didn't require a yoga mat, but it also felt so connected like mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. And uh, that is why I'm so passionate about teaching SoulCycle just as much as I am teaching um, yoga yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. So when you said that you're going to expand, like in the vlog and all that, what are you going to include now? Because since you teach, essentially you're, you're, I mean, you look at it, you're a healer in a sense, right? Because you're, you're given the gift of health, right? Like every time someone attends your class, not only are you going to kick their butt, right? But then it's also like you're teaching them something they're going to take away with. And I love your class is just like every class I've taken at Wanderlust or even Baldur's class. You leave me with the, the thought of what's your intention today? What are you going to leave on the mat today? What are you, what is your focus? You know, what do you take away from this class? I don't think you ever get that from like lifting weights. Yeah. I don't know if you get that from running, right? So when you expand, you're talking about growing yourself and what you're doing as far as like blogging and all that. Is it because people are just coming up and asking you like, hey, I got questions about this and I see you doing this and I want to know more about that? Yes, it's both. Uh, for me, um, I've been exploring more uh, of the spirituality Okay. and I love just being a, a guide when it comes to that it's something that has taken a lot of work for me to discover and when i first started yoga for me it was merely physical it was all about like getting into poses because they look really cute for yoga for like Instagram for photos. Posts. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, now it's really interesting to 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 see that the physical it's still there but i'm not attracted to what the asana looks like. I'm more invested in like how can I grow by practicing this principle of like gratitude or this principle of being kind yeah. or this principle of not harming myself, my body, or not harming others with my words, my thoughts, my actions. Yeah. Right? So that is what I, where I want to take this next, like a step further. Because once you are so connected to your body, to the visceral layer, I feel like there's the opportunity to dig deeper into the emotional and spiritual and it's something that I love doing like just for myself like I feel more at peace like my practice has shifted so much from like being upside down all the time yeah. to like spending more time sitting in stillness meditating reflecting doing self-inquiry work okay uh, so yeah that's where I want to take this next step into like a more like holistic approach that not only explores like how to do a proper chaturanga or like what to do to like you know have like cute butt cheeks right <laughs> or like how to meditate it's more about like how can i combine all these three things yeah. to help me be my best self yeah yeah that's that's awesome i i like that from yoga and i i know that's probably where the basis is coming from right because you explore that from yoga right it, it touches this part of you that you don't get from lifting weights or running, right? This calming energy, this this soulful energy, yeah. 
right? How, how did you discover yoga? How did you come into um, it? So this is really interesting, you guys. Um, I have told this story many times, but I recently remember something that has triggered another memory about yoga. When I was in high school, uh, my, my parents were very much into like curanderos, like, yeah. like healers, yeah. you know? And my, my dad had this one thing that he was feeling really anxious about, and he was like, mijo, I gotta go to the curandero. So I was like, okay, dad, like, you do you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he invited me to go with him. I went with him, uh, but I wasn't really into that stuff. Like, that stuff just was very taboo for me. It didn't call my attention. Well, for, for the listeners, what's a curandero? Curandero is a healer. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's just first. Yeah. We, we like some yeah. people don't know, right? So, yeah. Yeah. We have an idea of it, and yeah. that's what we. I know you guys it. do. Yeah. 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 I saw it. Yeah. Actually, never gone it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, a a healer. Yes. Yeah. Curar. That verb just means to heal. Yeah. So curandero is to healer. A healer. Yeah. Um. So. Um, so so you were going back to the idea that you weren't into. You went with your dad. I went with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Short. Short memory loss. I'm like what. Who am I? <laughs> what am I doing here? Who are all these people listening? Um, yes, so the uh, curandero, the healer, was very interested in like seeing me. He was like, I will, you're very young, like I feel like you can really benefit from a limpia, which is just like a cleansing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I was like, no, 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 I'm good. He was like, and my dad was like, why don't you try it? Why don't you just try it? And I was like, okay. And at this time, I was in high school and I was, I had just lost a lot of weight. I had probably lost like 60 pounds. So I was very, very thin. And I needed, uh, I was lifting a lot of weight, uh, weights rather, mm-hmm. to help me build muscle. Yeah. Um, so he was like, you seem really tense. He was like, do you lift a lot of weights? And I go, yeah, totally. He goes, have you ever tried yoga? And I'm like, nah. I don't think that's for me. It was like, oh, okay, cool. So he was like, you might want to give it a try. I left it at that. My mom also went with me and my dad. And my mom ended up buying the yoga DVD that he had recommended <laughs> me. I did not know this. So we go back home and a few weeks pass by and my mom is like, hey, you want to do yoga with me? And I'm like, no, 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 mom. Like, I'm good. I'm going to go lift weights. It's fine. Like, I'm going to go lift weights and run. Like, that's what I do. Uh, so she kept doing it, and she, like, loved it, and she was swearing by it. So I was like, okay, let's give this yoga a try. Let's see what's up. And it was a yin class. Yin is, like, a very restorative, very slow. You hold poses for, like, three to five minutes. Um, I always crave more of the athletic and, like, sweaty mm-hmm. yoga, the mm-hmm. one that you move a lot. So for me, that didn't land so well. So I didn't like it. I said, no, I'm never going to do this again. Thank you. Fast forward, I moved to college, and my mom packs that yoga DVD without me knowing. (laughs) I revealed, well, once I uh, unpacked, I see that the DVD is there, so I just put it, like, on my bookshelf. I'm like, okay, thanks, Mom. (laughs) Uh, The DVD spends a few months there. When I moved to Austin, I loved... Uh, running around tr- uh, the trail yep. just because like being close to the water and to nature that was something that I didn't have back home uh, in Presidio which is a really small town uh, like a desert mm-hmm. in West Texas so I love that energy of like being around the trail being around nature and I was running a lot and um, I remember I had like a little hamstring injury that wouldn't go away 
and uh, eventually got to the point where I couldn't walk. It almost turned into like a sciatica slash like hamstring tear. And uh, I went to a PT and he was like, I think that you need to lay off running and like take yoga. Like it's gonna help you. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so I mean, the three, what is it? It's like, there's uh, some people that say, you know, when I hear about one thing three times, like I have to try it. Okay. So I was like, okay, I think that's a good way to put it. Three times, let me try it again. So I pulled the DVD and started doing yoga in my uh, in my dorm. My dorm was tiny. Like I shared the space with another, uh, with a roommate. So it was really tiny. So in between the twin beds, I like laid a mat down. Actually, it wasn't even a mat. It was just like a towel because I didn't have a mat. I didn't even have a yoga mat. And did it there, and I felt so good. Like my hamstrings just felt really loose, and I just felt at peace. And then one of my friends invited me to a yoga class that was donation-based um, at Blackstone Yoga. Yeah. Um, back when it had just opened. So I was like, okay, like, I think I kind of know what I'm doing, so let's go check it out. Uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know what I was doing <laughs> yeah. at all. I was like, looking around like, wait, what? What do you mean Chaturanga? Like, what, is, what is Arda Chandrasana? What is that? Like, I don't know. Um, so uh, I love that first class. It made me feel so connected to my body i had like a big emotional release like i bawled my eyes out i felt just just at peace which is which i hadn't felt in a long time um that yoga class really um helped me feel parts of my body that i had numbed out over the years like my hamstrings my shoulders my belly it just really reawakened everything yeah and I kept coming back, I kept coming back. I was practicing like, at first like three times a week, and then once a week, and then sometimes, I mean, I'm sorry, and then once a day, and then eventually like two times a day. Uh, and I just became hooked. Like yoga became like my sanctuary for healing. And uh, through this process of like healing my body, different things started to surface, to resurface. Like I didn't know that I had an eating disorder. Um, from losing so much weight uh, when I was in, in high school, I developed this idea that if I ate less, I would never go back to being um, overweight. So I was always very cautious of how much I was eating, and if I was eating too much, I would find ways to help me purge, right? So it became both bulimia and anorexia combined. and. Uh, it was really challenging to come to terms with that for me. It was really challenging to say, I have an eating disorder, mm -hmm. because men usually don't suffer from eating disorders. It's mainly, you see this mainly in women. Um, and as a gay man, like, I even felt that I was more at risk because there's this ideal body that you have to have if you're a gay man. Otherwise, you're not accepted in that community, which can be really harsh as well, because being gay, you're not you're not accepted in a lot of places and then right, being yeah. gay and not having the ideal body you're not accepted in your own gay community right so uh, that was that was really tough at first I was really tough at first to come to terms with that but then I had to remember that I needed to be healed that I could not live my life constantly uh, abusing my body in such a way yeah because uh, my body does so much for me and 
I didn't want to abuse it anymore. So I went through therapy to help me with that. I um, found support groups that uh, they always had my back and they always reminded me to you know, love myself and be grateful for my body, yeah. for what it does each and every day. And eventually, you know, I, I began to heal. I began to heal. I think that eating disorders don't ever go away. We just learn how to cope with them. We learn, isn't that right? Yeah. <laughs> we just learn how to cope with them. We just have to remind ourselves to eat so that we can feel good. Yeah. So that we can nourish our body in a way that is going to be purposeful and resourceful to help us get us through day by day. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like I don't struggle as much as I used to, but it is still in my head every time that, you know, I have like a piece of chocolate. Like I have to remember that my body, that it's okay to have that piece of chocolate, that my body will reward me. Yeah. So I don't longer label foods are good or as bad. I just am more intuitive about like what my body craves. Yeah. Uh, so that's how my yoga journey started. Yeah, brought me to you know revealing things that I did not know about myself. Yeah. Uh, through this process, I found immense healing with my parents as well. Like our relationship was never uh, really so strong our bonds were so strong partly because uh, i hadn't come out to them when i was in in high school and college i didn't come out to them until i was like 21. so part of me i distanced myself a lot from them um because i i felt that they were not they would not accept me if i knew who i who i was um so through yoga and self-acceptance and doing the work that it takes to love yourself more I finally um, came out to my parents and they fully supported me, they fully accept me and our relationship is stronger because of that. So this practice has done so much for me. I am extremely grateful for the opportunity that I get to practice first and, first and foremost, but also to share um, my passion for this practice with other people. Yeah. Oh, I can totally tell. When we take a class of yours, it comes out, right? Because every person that goes in there, it's, it's funny. I see you after class and you talk to everyone, right? They all come by and they say hello to you. And they, you talk to them, hey, how are you doing? Good to see you. Hadn't seen you in a while. How are things going? That connection there is incredible because you genuinely want good energy coming out of that room. You're putting everything in there to say, here's this gift, right, that I have, I, that I've kind of nurtured over the years and now I want you to experience it as well and I think you're an inspiration hearing that story to people who might be struggling with numerous things growing up right I mean we, we still to this day right like you you still have ongoing things you're not perfect right but you're working on them I'm, I'm curious like when you had found those support groups how many guys were in that support group very little maybe like one or two so even then trying to connect with other guys trying to say like who else can I relate to yeah. when it comes to this? So after seeing that journey, how many how many times do you hear about a guy in eating disorder? Like, do you find that it's very it's a lot more common than you thought? I don't find it as common, to be honest, especially like um, straight men, I don't find it as common or it might not be disclosed if they have one. Right. I see this a lot in the, in the gay community. Really? 
Um, so I see what, that a lot. What, what is the physique we're talking about that you keep talking about? Physique, yeah, I mean, you just have to be like muscular and like really good looking, like <laughs> jawbone and, you know, it's, it's just like, chiseled. It's chiseled. It's, it's chiseled. like the ideal type. Like that's who everybody goes after, that look, right? Yeah, sure. And that's what um, has been portrayed in magazines for so long. Yeah. So it's like, I am so inspired to change that stigma. Yeah. That in order to like be happy, you have to look this one way. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I know, I know looks are not all and like it's easier said than done because we're so visual. Uh, but I mean, looks are going to fade, right? Yeah. We're going to get older. We're going to get wiser. And at the end of the day, it is the essence that you have. Um, we're just pure energy. So at the end of the day, it's just that energy that's going to remain there regardless of what you look like. Um, so I want to be a voice for that. Yeah. To remind my community that, you know, you don't have to look this way or this way to be happy yeah. or to accept yourself, right? You can start by accepting yourself right now and then let people who vibrate at your frequency meet you where you are. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's your philosophy now, right? Is that the, uh, the, the gratitude attitude deal? Yeah, yeah. You know, I... Growing up, like, my, my father would always, you know, first of all, he would, like, read us cuentos, like, which are, like, little, like, uh, what is it, bedtime stories at yeah. night, right? So he would read us cuentos at night. And when we started getting older, um, he would ask us, what are you grateful for? Um, and I'll be like, I don't know, like, pizza, <laughs> right? Sure. He was like, no, what are you really grateful for? Like, what if tomorrow you only woke up with the things that you were grateful for today? So he like started planting the seed right there and then yeah. that you know to explore this attitude of gratitude because what if tomorrow you only woke up with pizza per se because you were only thankful for pizza like yeah. what would happen yeah. right so he he started planting the seed and i've taken this along the years through the years i forget sometimes uh, to be grateful for how much i have and how blessed i am uh, but it is in my retreats when I go out of the country and I meet so many like humble people that have nothing and they're so grateful and so happy with what they have. I am reminded to be grateful. And I try to bring that energy back with me whenever I come back to the States and spend some time marinating in what am I really grateful for today? And what if tomorrow I only woke up with the things that I am grateful for right now? So I have a journal where I like write down things that I am grateful for. Uh, I've done some meditations where I just you know explore the gratitude aspect of life and how uh, I I love this one quote. I don't know who is who it is by, but it says the the happiest people on earth don't necessarily have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything they have. And I think it's so powerful and so true that, you know, a lot of us focus our energy on what we don't have versus what we do have. Right. So uh, I am working on reshifting that for myself. Yeah. It's thankful. like a constant thing, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's not a like, a, it okay, check mark. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like, it's, it's a practice. It's like when you show up on your mat every single day, you know? It's, it's kind of like that you eventually want to build enough momentum so that it kind of like jump starts on its own, right? I am not there yet. <laughs> I'm constantly working on like 
reminding myself what am I grateful for right now when you know life gets hectic and I feel stressed out and anxious I close my eyes and think of one thing that I'm grateful for in this moment and that helps me that helps me to reground and recalibrate to reconnect yeah. to what's happening right now yeah uh, yeah do you believe in the power and the law of attraction I do do you think that yoga like you were secretly calling for something to change your life at that time in your life yes do you think yoga was the answer yes that's cool I think that you know just reflecting back on it like how it was introduced to me at such an earlier age and I said no because I wasn't ready yeah and it came back again with my mom and I said no I don't like it and then the third time through an injury okay I think that I wasn't ready for the teachings yet right right. I wasn't ready to hear what I needed to hear or or what you didn't want to hear exactly right? like you're gonna say this is the reality mm -hmm. like think about all the stuff the obstacles you had there and it's not that they're going away yeah not gonna change who you are right I mean that's the thing and so to deal with it and manage it and be grateful for who you are and the journey that it's led to you I mean there's people who are 67 years old who are still trying to be grateful for what they have yeah it's an ongoing practice you know it's something that we have to do over and over again just like you know we brush our teeth it's, it has to be like a ritual that we do every single day um, so we can just elevate our energy yeah you know we, so we can start vibrating at a higher frequency at a higher wavelength um, because that's where like the law of attraction resides right mm -hmm. at a high vibing disc not at a low one so I truly believe in that as well mm -hmm. the power of manifesting oh yeah um, the power of the mind yeah how where the mind goes the body follows yeah. how you can heal yourself through just thinking really positively oh yeah and telling yourself yeah. convincing yourself yeah. almost right? believing yourself believing. more than anything what's uh the the late uh author uh wayne dyer yeah. would say i'll see it when i believe it versus i'll believe it when i see it right yeah. So I think that's so powerful. Like when we start to believe it, it'll appear. I the know. universe will catch up with us. I know. But it's incredible to get to that point because you have to have, call it faith, dedication, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Perseverance, what, stubbornness, whatever you want to say. It's like you have to just believe that it's going to happen. Baldo's told me, and this is the coolest things that I've learned in the past like, couple years, is just to will it. To change the frequency of your brain to say, can I think and view this differently, right? Glass half full, glass half empty, mm -hmm. right? And it's just so hard because with life, there's so many things every single effing day that just throws your way. And it's amazing because even in this journey, Baldur and I have had, it's just like, how can you stay so calm? He's like, I'll meditate on it. I'm just going to will it. It's just, it's, it'll be taken care of. Don't worry about it. And I look at him like, what? <laughs> the hell are you talking about dude like the reality is we got money it's like no it's gonna be fine yeah. because i believe it will be and i'm like okay i will <laughs> i will believe it will be fine too and the thing is you have to tell yourself there's little tricks i've seen where people literally like put their hands up to their brain their head and be like i believe it i believe it yeah. but if you say it enough it's like it's true there's this thing that i've been exploring lately it's called the emt Okay. Emotional, uh, gosh, EMT, emotional 
meditation technique, emotional okay. tapping technique. Almost, yeah. Tapping technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the tapping. Yeah. EFT. Yeah. E- EFT. Emotional frequency, frequency technique. Frequency tapping. Yeah, tapping. Yeah, so like you yeah. tap. Right? Yeah, you yes. tap into different points. Yeah. And you start saying like, okay, I believe in this. I'm enough. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. And then you go here, and then here, and then here. It's like different points. Yeah. So I've been exploring that lately. And it's really powerful what it can do for you. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the power of just like having faith, believing. Um, there's this awesome, I'm just like quoting everyone today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's this awesome uh, quote by this amazing instructor in, in LA. Her name is uh, Jennifer Pasteloff. And she says, I'm going to paraphrase it because I really don't remember, but it says, whatever I need, I'm trusting that whatever I need, it's not only available, but it's already on its way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because like, I learned, I came into my like meditation practice through my visualization practice, mm-hmm. which I came into because I wanted to get better at sales. Yeah. And it was like, just imagine the number and just like keep it in mind and somehow it's going to happen. And it's funny because I'd be like, all right, this is my goal for sales for the day. And I could like marry you many times. I could like, I would do the math at the end. It was like, do to the cent, like crazy, right? Yeah. But then it's funny because now I'm reading a Joe Dispenza book, mm-hmm. the, the Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. It's a free audio uh, on Audible. And that's all quantum physics. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how there's like a new infinite amount of dimensions that are always around us and then there's like science that shows that whenever you get like control group like hey go look at like search for this result out of this test and you do the same test for someone else but you ask them to search for a different result and they both get they both see it yeah. because it's like you you attract it even it already exists it's abundant right so and it's nuts because then you break it down into, I mean, and it gets really technical. It's like, this is cool because like you can go from the very spiritual side of it, but then you can also go through the very like scientific side of it. And it's still, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. I have to uh, listen to that audiobook for sure. Uh, I think that the law of attraction is just so powerful. Like our mind is just so powerful. Um, if we can, you know, believe it in our mind, then we can bring it to reality. Yeah. And... Yeah, of course, it's going to take some, some work, right? You just can't let the universe, like, do its thing. Like, yes, like, have that faith. But there's going to be, you're going to be guided. You're going to be led to what the next right step is for you so that you can get there, right? Um, I don't believe that it will just, like, automatically, like, land on your lap. Like, I think, like, there has to be some work that has to be done in some way, shape, or form to get you there. Uh, and every single setback might be a detour towards the right direction. But it's guidance that you're looking for. Yeah. That's the thing. You, you've quoted so many wonderful people, and they went on their own journey to try to figure this out. And they've said, like, we didn't figure this out, but, like, we listened to other people. And we heard what they had to say and the frequency about where our minds need to change and, and how to approach things in life. And if it worked for them, it maybe it can work for me. And you pass it along. And next thing you know, you help someone... I don't know, maybe solve this internal issue and maybe just say, you know, I should just accept it. Or maybe, you know what, I don't have to accept it. I can do something else with it. So when you said you're expanding the blogging, you're going to do that. That I've seen that already. You're, you're, you say the small communities in Austin, you're an influencer, right? You have a lot of people that have taken Gustavo's class or I know of him, I see him around town. 
he's doing these things and it looks like from our perspective you got things figured out and you're in the right path mm -hmm. right but it's still an ongoing path totally it's, right it's still an ongoing battle we all have our own issues right and you never see that until you cross paths with someone you get to know them and say wow we're, we're just alike you have issues just like I have issues he has issues we all have issues right it's like well how can we get through this together and you see, like that, I feel like that is a common thread um, through every single human being. That you know, we all have like different things going on in our lives, but I think that at the um, at the core, like at the really like essence, at the root of our existence, we just long to feel more connected yeah. to other people. We just want to be happy, yeah. and we just want to be free from like whatever stuff is happening in our lives, right? Like those are the three pillars that I. Uh, believe we all long for yeah healthy happy grateful yeah I mean that you don't really need a lot for that right like you don't need like a million dollars to be healthy happy and grateful I mean the truth is if you go outside and you find water yeah you know you go run you go get the Sun out there you go connect with a friend right you go take a yoga class mm -hmm. like you can do all that stuff and it's simple things I think that it just comes down to you know being grateful for our health because if we do have our health then like the possibilities are endless right yep. if you feel healthy then you might explore a different route to grow whether that be financially spiritually uh, physically right but I think everything like stems from our health yep. and um, really good ways to I mean help with that course are like being active yep. eating healthy um, having a positive mind, um, being grateful. Yeah, that's that's the triad of health and wellness. Yeah. Emotional, physical, chemical, mm -hmm. all 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 addressed. You've addressed all those. That's impressive. That's cool. That yeah. is very cool. So, uh, are we? Yeah, we yeah, wrap up. All right. <laughs> so we wrapped up. I think that's. Uh, that's I mean, we can talk. We can talk forever. <laughs> yeah, we can. Like, was another one. We'll do another one. Thank you for for sharing. Like. That means a lot because, I mean, I, I understand everything that you're coming from because, you know, we all have those issues too. So thank you for sharing. If, if someone wanted to connect with you, how would they find you? They can find me. Uh, I'm more on Instagram these days, Gustavo A. Padron, mm -hmm. um, Gmail, Gustavo P. Yoga at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can throw like a rock, you'll find me. Send me smoke signals, Google, like anywhere. And, yeah. and where can I take one of your classes? You can take classes with me at Wanderlust Yoga. Uh, which is off of 4th and Brussels in Austin, or Soul Cycle, which is off of 4th in Congress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Wait, should you go back yeah. and forth like that? Well, sometimes. Yeah, so you <laughs> might start running down the street yeah, to go take a class. Walking from one place to the other. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have it yet where like, hey, take a Soul Cycle and then run with me. Run, come, well, I do on Mondays. On Mondays right away. It's like, hey, I'm teaching right here. If you guys want to go... Uh, to dom oh, actually, that's a domain. That's on Sunday. Sorry, not Monday's domain. Like, I teach 1045 domain, and then we go right into 12 p.m.'s uh, Wanderlust. So, I mean, Sunday. Let's, let's, let's make it a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have to, we have to, have to spend with me. Days. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> spend two hours with me. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank awesome. you so much. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yay. Thank y'all for listening.